There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. When? When? What are we waiting for? Take this! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 108. Maybe 107, I'm not exactly sure, to be honest with you. My guest today is Tristan Wills. He's a two-time state champ from uh, Derby, Kansas. He's going to wrestle for the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. I'm really excited to have him on the podcast. Got a really interesting story about having a brain surgery before his freshman year, and uh, I'll let him tell the story. Let's bring him in. So what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, where are you at right now? Are you in Arkansas? Are you in Kansas? Where are you at? Uh, I'm at my at my home in Kansas. Okay, cool. Uh, what have you been doing during the lockdown? Uh, well, uh, we're not really so much on lockdown anymore. All the gyms have opened up, and uh, so I'm definitely getting back in there. And and uh, well, right now I'm, I'm I coach a uh, a kids camp, wrestling camp, a couple of, a couple of days a week, um, the mornings and in the evenings, um, and then. Uh, just been working out and and and, uh, and training the nights that I can. So cool, man. What weight are you looking to wrestle this year? One eighty four. One eighty four. Yes. What do you What do you weigh right now? Uh, I'm about two hundred. Okay, that's not too bad. No. Especially for a big guy, you guys can sweat off a lot more weight than littler guys. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah, it's not. I mean, if I had to cut it right now, it probably wouldn't be that hard. But I want I want to try to get a little bit bigger. But if I can stay around two hundred, I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know that I was, uh, I'm good friends with your old coach, Jeremy Malloy. He's on my college team. Yeah. Um, I was curious, uh, what was he like as a coach? What is he like as a coach? Oh, uh, well, he's, uh, I'd say he's more quiet, um, until he's not, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he kind of walks around and, and when he, when he's, when he's going to say something, he says it loud and make sure you hear it, um, whether you're you're working hard, he'll let you know, or, or if you're not working hard, he'll definitely let you know that too. So, um, I always liked having me in your corner. He was always uh, very uh, excited and, and uh, sometimes a little emotional. Uh, got into the match quite a bit, so it, it was always it was good having him in the room and, and definitely good having him in the corner. I enjoyed enjoyed having him as a coach. Yeah, he was he's definitely uh, an emotional character, and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I see him. I work in Wichita about once a year usually, and I go and see him. And uh, I I just love the guy, I love his family, and uh, he he said that you were the hardest worker that he's ever coached, um, which is a pretty big compliment because Derby has had a lot of studs. Definitely, that's um, yeah, that means a lot, especially coming from him. Yeah, uh, you know, I I didn't. I didn't grow up in Derby. Um, I, of course, I grew up in Winfield Wrestling at the Winfield Wrestling Club, and and I I knew all the Derby guys. We I used to come up and, and wrestle with them once or twice a week um, as a kid, just to get different partners. And um, so I kind of you know formed a relationship with a lot of the guys, and there was a lot of good guys on the team. That's you know that's why we came up here to train with them. And uh, you know that, that so that's really cool to hear. You know, come from him that you think some of the hardest worker he's ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, did so you grew up in Winfield? Did you wrestle with any Biddles? Oh yeah, uh, I wrestled with a lot of Biddles. Uh, Jeremy Biddle was was my head coach. Um, okay. As kid, as a you know, the kids club, 
Um, I wrestled with his, with his son, Wyatt Biddle, um, a couple of his other younger sons. I wrestled with Kendall Biddle. Uh, he was a couple years older than me, but he was always in the club. Um, so, I, yeah, I was definitely around a lot of Biddles. Dude, that's got to be the biggest wrestling family in Kansas because when I was wrestling, there were Biddles. Um, any state tournament that I've gone to since I graduated in 1994, there's been some Biddle there somewhere. Um, <laughs> yep, there's, there's a ton of them, uh, but they're really cool people, and I still have a really good relationship with uh, with Jeremy Biddle. We talked about a bit, um, really good guy, and, and uh, it was fun wrestling for wrestling for him and, and with all the other Biddles uh, growing up. Yeah, so did you move to Derby then before your freshman year? Yes. Um, at the end of my eighth grade year, um, kind of my mom. My mom got a teaching job in Wichita, and we already had we had family that lived here, and, and we knew a lot of the guys up here um, in Derby, and we just thought it was the best move because for training partners and um, for mom's new job, and this kind of worked out, you know, in 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 different areas, and so um, I love it here, and I, I love my time here, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still happy to be here. So yeah, you guys have had some great teams. You were on that uh, state championship team, right? Yes. Has Coach Malloy ever told you the story about how he cost us a state title? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, he didn't really cost us a state title. He got kind of... It was a pretty questionable call there in the finals. And uh, if he would have won, uh, our team would well, We lost the team title by half of a point. And if he would have won, we would have won. Um, oh, so man. we were all really pulling for him. And, and we all kind of thought he got screwed. And, and I don't know if Paul Myers will see this because I'm friends with him now too. But... We all thought he got screwed at the time. Um, <laughs> Paul Myers is the guy that beat him in the finals. But so the first thing I ever said to your to your to your coach Malloy when I first saw him, you know, when because we were on the same college team, the first time I saw him was like, "Hey, you're that guy that cost us a state title." <laughs> and yeah. uh, we've been pretty good friends from the start. But he has been very uh, complimentary about you and your work ethic and all that. Where do you think your work ethic comes from? Uh, I've got I've got great parents and um, they always push me, um, push me in a way that made me want to push myself. Yeah. Um, so they were they're always supportive of anything I wanted to do and they wanted to make sure that I loved wrestling for me and not for anybody else. Yeah. Um, I wanted to I wanted to be a state champ for me um, and not for not for my dad or my mom or or anybody else, not for my coaches. Um, so just kind of growing up with with that mindset. Um, it really made me, uh, take control of, uh, or helped me take control of, of what I was doing and why I was doing it. Um, it helped me develop, a, a goals and purposes, um, for why I was wrestling or doing anything else in life. But, um, you know, just, just having that, having that support system was awesome. Um, not knowing that no matter what you do, they're always going to love you and never going to be disappointed in you. The only thing my, my dad said, he's like, the only time I'll ever be mad at you is, is if, uh, you go out there and you don't give a hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, and there was, I don't I, I I don't know if there was any time that I didn't do that because uh, I don't remember him being mad at me hardly ever yeah. um, for winning or losing. Um, but yeah, just uh, that and uh, in Winfield, I grew up. Um, there was a lot of older kids, and I always wanted to always wanted to beat them, you know, in, in sprints or or uh, you know any type of conditioning we were doing. I always wanted to beat them um, or keep up with them at least, and you know they did a good job of of. Uh, kind of helped me along and, 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 you know, running next to me and pushing me and, and verbally telling me, you know, to keep going or keep pushing myself. And that was always really cool to have those mentors look up to. And, and then I guess I always wanted to be like that too. And when I got a little bit older and 
and yeah, it's just it's I've had a I've had a great career and, and great support system, and, and you know I, I credit that a lot to my work or my work ethic. Yeah, that that seems to be a common theme between uh, among people who have had success in wrestling was that their parents were very supportive, but they weren't super. Uh, you know, like when you say your parents pushed you um, in a way that made you want to push yourself, how how would you describe that? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, I get when I was when I first put me in wrestling, it was kind of it wasn't like. Um, it was forced me to go to practice. Uh, it was kind of just something we did. I didn't really, I guess I didn't really have a choice. They just took me. My dad kind of helped out, helped coach. He coached, he wrestled in high school. Um, he kind of helped coach a little bit. He just took me to practice and it was something that was part of my life. Um, and then, you know, it got to the point where, uh, you know, I got a little bit older and, and, you know, I was losing and he just said, he said, Tristan, it, it's up to you. You know, you look on that wall, look at those guys. You know, because in our room we had all the state placers and state champs. You know, I remember telling my dad, "How how am I ever going to be, you know, be able to get first at state? You know, how how is that ever going to be something I I can do? Yeah. You know, I can I can barely take first at you know a local tournament." And he just tell, told me to keep leaving it myself. And and um, and I didn't I didn't win a whole lot when I was you know my first two three years, and and I didn't get reprimanded for it. And I didn't you know he didn't make me stay later. He didn't make me do anything. You know, he just. If, if, if that opportunity came, he was a suggestion, and you know, if I wanted to get better, that's what I—that's what I what, what I was going to have to do. And he, you know, gave me gave me those opportunities, took, taking me to camps, extra practices, and you know, I started to see the the work pay off, and and that's what that was the biggest motivator to keep going, to keep pushing harder was seeing all those results. Um, so yeah, like I said, they were they were great about and they were great about giving me opportunities. Um, when I wanted them, and and it was my job just to just to you know seize those opportunities and, and take take advantage of them. Yeah, well, I think that's awesome. And and I have a, a small son now. He's he's not even two years old yet. But uh, those are the kind of things that I would like to do for him. Like make sure he knows that I love him no matter what, and that it's not yeah. about winning and all that. And I, I think it was I think it was Kobe Bryant actually who I heard that say recently. And then I started hearing it more and more. Was that his dad gave him permission to fail because he told him, I love you no matter what, whether you score zero points or 60 points. And he said, once you have that permission to fail, so to speak, it, it makes you just want to get good at what you're doing. And it sounds yeah. like it sounds like that's kind of the uh, mentality that your, your parents took, and, and it seems like it really paid off for you. How did you end up doing it in kids? Did you ever win that state title? Um, well, I, 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 uh, I didn't make state my first three years made to state my fourth year um took second uh at state nice. um which kind of really uh that's what i would say really clicked um so i didn't you, have that good season and i just what, were you gonna say something i'm sorry i was just gonna say that so you went from from not making it three years in a row to the fourth year getting to the state finals and, and i didn't mean to interrupt you because you're getting ready to tell no. me what happened um but yeah, I, I didn't have that good of a season. It's just kind of like I said, wrestling wasn't my favorite. Then football was. I was really uh, into football. Um, wrestling was kind of you know my second, probably my second favorite sport at the time. I, I don't. I think I only did baseball, wrestling, and football. So, okay. um, but I was just I was an okay wrestler. You know, it, um, maybe win one tournament a year, and and I made it to state. My first time making it to state, I took fourth at the district tournament. Um, kind of just like, oh my gosh, I made it. And I, I don't know what happened at state. I just I beat everybody um, on the front on the front side. I I made it to the state finals, 
and I couldn't believe that I did it. And my dad was so happy for me. Um, after the semifinals match, he put me on his shoulders, and and you know I was I was on top of the world. And of course, I took second. But it really kind of clicked then, like man, you know I can do this, you know. And and kind of from that point on, um, I started to have a lot more success. Um, I, I ended up winning three kids state titles. Uh, I was in the finals probably the next five or six years. Took second a few more times. Um, but it, it was a, it was a great kids career. Uh, I didn't travel to the national tournaments um, quite like maybe I should have or um, like everybody else did. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know why. Um, I don't I really don't know why we we did go to a few. Uh, I went to Tulsa once. I went to uh, Folkstown National some um, Liberty a couple times. But you know we didn't we didn't travel like most of the kids do today. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of kids club success and I learned. The biggest thing I learned, I'd say, is um, the the fundamentals and stuff in, in the kids' club. That was kind of my biggest building block was learning all that. You know, you see a lot, of, a lot of kids nowadays, they learn, you know, they go into practice and they learn a bunch of moves or a bunch of different moves. I learned positions and how to wrestle from those positions and, 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 and drilling those over and over again every week, you know, as a 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old. Um, and that really was what, what got, me, got me so good and got me prepared for high school. Awesome. I, I genuinely got got chills when you were telling me about making it to the finals after uh, getting fourth at district, and then talking about your dad putting you on your shoulders like that. I, I that's why I love wrestling, dude. I, I get chills even hearing stories like that. And uh, yeah, I just love uh, I love this sport, and I love how sometimes things click for people. You know, like yep. my senior year of high school, we had a guy on our team who he might not like me saying this, but he wasn't very good. And then he uh, pinned the guy who ended up winning state that year. He pinned him, and something clicked in him, and he was never the same. He made it all the way to the state finals, and this was a guy who never even really, I don't even know if he ever made it to state in kids. I mean, so he went all the way to the state finals, and I've seen that happen a few times, and it's pretty cool what it does. So you had a really successful kid's career, and then before your freshman year, you uh, had some brain issues for lack of a better way to say it uh tell us about that and, and how how you came to even find out you had an issue well, it was actually um after my freshman year i completed my freshman year okay um and it was going in my sophomore year that summer um in between then uh, i was i was uh, wrestling at uh, cadet nationals okay cadet, cadet national duels i was in, in pennsylvania um i just come off of uh, a, a pretty good freshman year um you know, I, I went into state ranked number one. Um, wow, as a freshman? As a freshman. Uh, kind of like you were saying, you know, th- when things click, you know, I was having an okay season. Um, I beat the number one kid all class, um, you know, in February and uh, January. Uh, and then things kind of clicked, and I just went on a winning streak, and I won every match until uh, the state semis. Um, I beat everybody in the bracket, ended up being ranked number one going into state, and I kind of choked in the semis uh, to a kid I beat before. But, um and I take the fifth, and then you know, going into the summer, really motivated, um, you know, looking for uh, looking to get better and kind of kind of avenge in a way the you know my my freshman season because my goal was to be a four time state champ. I I had in my mind, you know, going to the state tournament, I knew I was going to be a four time or a, a freshman state champ at least. I, I knew what it was in front of me. I was ranked number one, and I just kind of let it slip away. And I kind of used that summer to um, to avenge that a little bit, and I was. You know, I, I, I teched my way through Freestyle State and Greco State. I was going to nationals. I was on the dual team. 
Rex and Greco, and uh, probably my third or fourth match um, of the of the tournament. And I fell back, hit my head, um, and I got up. You know, the trainers came out, they checked me, and you know, I kind of did like, I'm okay, I'm okay. You know, and kind of shoot them away. And you know, it hurt, but it wasn't like, oh my god, I can't wrestle. I finished the match, um, and then come off, and my head's pounding. Uh, man, man, my head really hurts. So I took, I drank a lot of water, took some ibuprofen, and I was like, man, hopefully this helps. So I wrestled a couple more matches, and it just, it didn't go away. Um, and it, we hadn't even wrestled freestyle yet, so I really wanted to wrestle freestyle because that was my favorite. And uh, I went over to the trainer, and they said, you know, we can either, you can either keep wrestling if you get hurt again, we're gonna have to red card you, and then you can't wrestle Fargo. Uh, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to wrestle Fargo later in the summer. Um, or they said, or you can stop now and you'll be fine for Fargo. I said, okay, well, I'm, I'll, I'll be done then. I'll, I'll just quit wrestling. Yeah. So I quit wrestling. They, they marked up as a concussion. Even though I, I did really well on the symptom test, they just said, you got a concussion. Um, and then I went home and it, it hurt for another week. It kept getting worse, like a pressure headache. Uh, I would try to work out, try to run. It just, everything, it wasn't like a sharp pain. It was just a dull pressure um, like annoying pain and it hurt him in my neck and I woke up one morning throwing up and we went to the uh, my mom took me to the ER um, and they did a, a CAT scan I think and they found some fluid and they said well it's not it's not blood it's it's CSF fluid um, you ruptured an arachnoid cyst on the right side of your brain and that that fluid is is causing pressure on your brain and so they said we can it's not that big of a surgery we can do it um and, you know, we're wrestling, or we go and, you know, talk to the doctor, and he said, well, I can do it, but I'm going to have to make a big incision, you know, here, and take this part of your skull out, then drain it, put it back together. And I kind of, I mean, I was kind of listening, but what I really wanted to know was, hey, when, when can I get back to wrestling? Yeah. And, and he said, well, you, you should be good to go in four to six months. And we're like, okay, sweet. Kind of a little sigh of relief, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, you know, a little longer recovery, but, you know, I'll be okay, and I'll get to continue wrestling. Well, we ended up get a second opinion from a pediatric surgeon because um, I was 15 at the time up in Kansas City. Okay. And so they flew, we, and we decided to go with him because he could do a surgery a little less invasive. Um, so we flew to uh, Children's Mercy in Kansas City and immediately started getting prepped for surgery. And the doc comes in, he's talking to me, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, all right, let's get this over with. And he's like, and I, I just asked him, hey, so when can I get back to wrestling again? And he said, never. Wow. And I was like, what? You know, and I looked at my parents, started crying, and they just told me, hey, we'll go through, we'll do the surgery, we'll worry about resting after it, okay? And so, I had the surgery, and, um, you know, it was a really successful surgery, and, you know, I did my recovery, and I came back six months later, nothing nothing was wrong, everything looked good. I came back a year and a half later, um, everything looked fine. They said, you'll never need to, you'll never need to uh, come back again, you look great. You know, you, you can wrestle what you want. I can't condone combat sports because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a neurosurgeon. So my job is to protect brains. So right. I don't, I don't release or give my permission for anybody to do contact sports. And we said, okay, no, that makes sense. Sure. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and wrestle. He knew I was going to wrestle when I walked out the door. Um, so then I come back in, in January of my sophomore year, finally when I'm, when I'm recovered and I, I wrestled 12 matches, um, took third state. Um, and then, of course, continue my the rest of my high school career. Um, when my junior year and senior year. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. What a great story, dude. What What made you and your parents think it would be okay for you to come back and wrestle? I mean, just well, instinct. How How confident the doctor was. 
uh, he just said there's a, there's a less than one percent chance of this ever happening again, and if it does happen again, we'll have to redo the surgery. Which okay. of course we didn't. The surgery wasn't fun, but it wasn't. It didn't cause any cognitive issues or I didn't lose any brain function. None of that. He just said we have to redo the surgery. And he said you have a higher chance of going out on the street and getting in a car wreck and dying than than this ever happening again. Okay. And so that was really reassuring. Um, and the fact that he said. You know, you can wrestle if you want. It's up to you. He said, I just don't condone right. contact sports for anybody. And we, that's when we just, you know, that, that makes sense. You're a neurosurgeon, whatever. That's your belief. We get it. But this is my life. This is what I love to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep wrestling. Yeah. Um, so that's what we did. Plus, if he, if he said, yeah, you're good. And then you went out there and something happened, then, you know, they have a right. big lawsuit. So a lot of times they just have to err on the side of caution and be like, yeah, I wouldn't do it. You'll probably be fine. You know, when he looked at it, it, it he did, he knew I was going to wrestle when I walked out of the room. Sure, you know he didn't say, "Hey, hey, you know you should really think about this. This is this could be serious." He didn't say, "No, absolutely not." He said, "It's up to you." Yeah, you know, and that was honestly that was good enough for me. Yeah, and and sometimes you know some doctors they don't realize like just how important. Like my senior year, I broke my foot, and I remember this trainer being like, "Yeah, your your season's over. You're, you've got a broken bone in your foot," and I was like, "Dude, I'm a senior. I can't." There's yeah. no, there's no, my season's over. I was 12 and 0 at the time. And I was like, I can't not, you know, but I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what it's like to hear that because it wasn't my brain. But when he said your season's over, you have a broken bone. Um, I, I know how that feels on a certain level. So, um, what, I, what, what, I want to backtrack real quick and ask you what weight were you your freshman year of high school? 132. 132. Okay. So you had quite a, quite a bit of a growth spurt in high school. Yes. Okay. That's still a really tough weight class to make it to the state finals or to make it to the be ranked number one in as a freshman. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, my confidence was kind of low being in the season. I, I got beat a few times by some juniors and seniors, and you know, I, I you know, I'm not I felt a little bit sorry for myself. Like, man, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a bigger freshman. You know, all these other guys at 106, they're wrestling other freshmen. He's like, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm kind of getting short in the stick, and then you know. Of course, I I beat the number one kid all class, and that's when it clicked. And I was like, you know what? I can wrestle with anybody. Doesn't yeah. matter how old I am or how old, how old these guys are, what they've done. And and that's when I I went on, you know, that whatever streak it was, and made all the semifinals. That's awesome. But uh, but yeah, it, it was it was a fun year, but you know, it just came up short a little bit. Yeah, I was the same way. I was a one thirty pounder my freshman year, and and I didn't get beat a lot in kids, and and I was like. It, it, all of a sudden, I was wrestling like basically men, junior and seniors in high school, and they you know like hairy chests and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, tattoo, yeah, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, tattoos weren't as popular when I was wrestling, but I think just about every kid in high school has one nowadays. Uh, what do you remember about your first high school state title? Um, I remember that it was a uh, it was a vision quest. It was uh, it was something I set out to do. Um, from the beginning of the season um, against against a particular kid. Um, and, you know, when I made that decision to go that weight, um, because I have a lot of guys, a lot of people, friends, teammates, coaches, tell me that I should move up a weight because this, the guy I was going to have to wrestle was a senior. He was committed to Oklahoma State. Um, and I had the option to go up a weight to 170, you know, and, have, and, and wrestle, you know, uh, and I guess an easier weight class, if you want to call it, because, sure. you know, he wasn't there. And I said, no, I want, I want to wrestle him. I want to, I, I don't want to be just another state champ because I've seen state champs that 
in my in my opinion, don't deserve to be a state champ. I want to be number one all class. I want to be I want to be the best guy. I want I want to get my name out there, and, and if I can be someone like that, I can get recognized. I can get noticed. I can you know I can you know, that'll open doors for me um, on the college scene. And so I, I set out to beat him, and um, I wrestled him I wrestled him twice earlier in the season. First time I lost four to two. Um, and then I wrestled him at regionals um, before the state tournament. I lost eight to two. Um, I got I got caught on my back um, early in the match, and then you know, of course that was that was it. Uh, scored pretty much remained the same eight to two, and and still I didn't I didn't not there wasn't a doubt in my mind that I couldn't beat him because I used I went into those first two matches with the mindset of I'm going to learn everything I can about him. I was like I'm going to let it fly. I'm not going to wrestle conservative. I'm going to learn everything I can. And I'm going to use that to put together a game plan to when it really counts. And so he was really good. Uh, he was really good on his feet, uh, really good defense, and he was he was really good on top. Uh, every time I got on top, I couldn't get away. And it, it really frustrated me because I, I pretty much got away from everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not not somewhere that, you know, I'm, I'm necessarily bad at. I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't get away from it. And in that second match, you know, it was third period and I was down and I had the choice to go on my feet. I said, no, I'm going down. Because I want to try to get out, and if I can't get out, that'll solidify my my decision of my game plan for the next week. And and so I, you know, I, I put it together and, and I put together the perfect game plan and ended up beating him in the state finals. Um, exactly how I plan to beat him um, with with the per- with the exact game plan that myself and my parents and my coach put together. Um, and it was just it was just an unreal emotion of uh, like. You know, I set out to do something. People told me I couldn't or that I shouldn't, and I did it anyways. Yeah. Um, and now I'm state champ, and and uh, it was it was an awesome awesome feeling. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, who where who is that kid? Is he still at Oklahoma State? Yeah, Jalen Harper. He's a he's a he's at Oklahoma State. Okay. Cool, man. Uh, and then your senior year, did you dominate? Did you have anybody? Did you have any losses or anything? Uh, well, my senior year. Um, it was uh, it was tougher in the sense that I went up twenty two pounds. Um, I jumped two weight classes, which is pretty big. Yeah. Um, originally, I was going to go one seventy, um, and then my other teammate, Cade Lindsey, who also went to Oklahoma State with me, uh, he was going to go one sixty. But it kind of it, it worked out better if, if we both bumped up because I didn't I didn't really weigh. I wasn't really big enough to wrestle eighty two, but you know I was bigger than everybody else on my team, so that, that was so okay. I'll do it. Um, and so I went up and he went up and, and it was, at first it was really hard to adjust to the weight, um, just wrestling those type of guys cause I was faster, but I couldn't, I couldn't get away with the same positions or I couldn't win the same battles and it was tough to adjust. Um, I lost to, I lost to some good kids. I mean, I lost to the number one kid in the country at Stampede, um, lost to a kid who went to OU. I mean, I lost to good kids, I lost to Kyle Haas once. Um, Owen Brungard wrestled with Winfield. It was, it was a state champ that year, but it was it was just tough to adjust the weight. And I think towards the end of the season, I kind of adjusted a lot better and kind of realized and this is how I need to wrestle and um, figure some things out. And um, I wrestled a good kid in the finals. Uh, he was a junior. I was a senior. Uh, he's actually going to be my teammate next year. Cool. So um, kind of funny, but uh, he was a good kid. And, um, I uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed wrestling up the, the bigger weight because one, I didn't have to cut any weight. I was I was always under. I didn't yeah. have to worry about how much I was eating or, or um, you know, any of that stuff, or have to worry about running. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it was it was a good weight class for me, and I also realized that 
I'm going to wrestle 74, 84 in college, and I'm going to need to get used to wrestling bigger guys. So I kind of use that, you know, as a as a way to, you know, uh, I don't know, make sure that it was the right move for me and yeah. for the team. Cool. Um, what, how did you get on John Smith's radar? It's it's uh, not a lot of kids from Kansas end up in D- Division One, and I, you know a lot of that's because there's not a lot of D one programs. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know, John Smith is the greatest U.S. wrestler ever. Um, how did you end up on his radar, and how did you end up at Oklahoma State? Well, my junior year when I wrestled with Jalen Harper, he was of course he was already committed to Oklahoma State, um, and then their recruiter Tyler Caldwell. He was at this back state tournament, kind of watching him and watching his younger brother Kyle. He okay. was a freshman at the time. He was watching his brother Kyle at the state tournament, and he saw me beat Jalen, um, which kind of you know opened his eyes and put me on his radar. And then you know he came up after me at the tournament and said, "Hey, we'll be in contact." Um, and uh, a couple months later, he contacted me, and I went on a visit. Um, and honestly, I, I really didn't wasn't expecting a whole lot because uh, at the time I was a one time state champ. I hadn't played Safari yet. I had a place at Fargo, and I wasn't expecting a whole lot. I didn't know if they want me to walk on or anything. And I went on a visit. It was my first visit I'd been on, first college visit I'd been on. Um, I had others lined up, but this was my first one. And, and you know, they gave me a really good scholarship, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't – I didn't, I wasn't expecting this. And, you know, on the way home, I was like, yeah, uh, this is this is where I want to go. Like, this is where, this is where I've always wanted to go, and, and now it's a, a real opportunity, and, and I don't, I don't really see the point in – and pursuing anywhere else because this is this is my dream school. Awesome. And and then uh, did you you didn't get to wrestle at all your freshman year? No, I wrestled. I, I moved in June fifth last summer. Okay. Uh, and I wrestled there all summer with the RTC guys and the other freshmen. Um, and then the season rolled, or the end of the season rolled around, and, and the doctor came to me and he said, or the end of the summer came rolled around, the doctor came up to me and said, hey. Uh, we don't have all the notes on your on your surgery, and I was like, "What are you talking about, man? Like that was three years ago. What do you need from it? Yeah, or that was almost four years ago. What do you need from it?" And they're like, "Well, you didn't get cleared." And I was like, "Well, it didn't not clear me. You just said I can wrestle if I want." They said, "Well, since we don't have anything, you can't wrestle here." Wow. And I'm like, what? "I'm like, what? Like, what do you what do you mean? I've I wrestled the last three years in high school. I'm perfectly fine. I wrestled here all summer. You know, you you, you did the physical. I mean, I'm I'm fine and healthy." And they said, "Well, you just." You know, there's probably something you need to to start sitting down with your family and, and thinking about what else you can do. Kind of basically saying you need to find something else to do other than wrestling. Yeah. And so I went to Coach Smith and I said, look, this is what he's telling me. And he's like, no, 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 this is, we'll figure it out. You just need to, you need to go home, get a second opinion, and and, um, and and we'll try to get you cleared that way. And so I, I went home and we put together a, a plan and we got an appointment for, to a different neurosurgeon in Wichita. And we went to him, and he cleared me with flying colors. Said there's no reason why you shouldn't be allowed to wrestle. Yeah. And he was, he was kind of saying, you know, what you were saying about your foot. You know, it's uh, he said it's like it'd be like me telling you know a guy who hurt his knee or tore his ACL you should never jump again. You yeah. know, well that would technically help his knee. He's like that's not realistic. You know, that's that's not life. That's not real real life. So, you know, for him to tell you that you can never wrestle again, it's unfair. You know, the the MRI looks great. Obviously, you've been doing fine with no symptoms. He's like, you, there's no reason you shouldn't be allowed to wrestle. Yeah. So put that all in the note, all in the note, and um, and I thought, you know, I was cleared. I thought this was all we needed, and you know, we should be good to go. And I brought it to the trainer, um, the doctor, and I said, okay, sweet. And then that was it. I didn't hear anything back from him. 
you know, a week goes by, two weeks goes by, three weeks goes by, and I'm like, man, why have I not heard anything? Yeah. You know, I got, you have a clearance letter. You have a, a surgeon, a neurosurgeon saying that I should be allowed to wrestle. And, you know, my dad called me one day and said, we're just going to get another one. We're just going to keep getting them. So we got another one. We get, so then we have two. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, we got a third. And then we ended up getting a fourth. So we had four different neurosurgeons clear me, you know, and, and write, have it in writing, you know. Yeah. And, and I gave all the, all the doctors and the trainer all this stuff. Um, and, and talking to the coach towards the end of the first semester, he said, you seem to build a case um, and maybe look into getting a lawyer to try to fight this. And so we got a lawyer. One of our, one of our good friends is a lawyer. We, and he tried to help us. And he put together a, some sort of letter and, you know, basically saying you need to, you know, you need to release this kid to wrestle. And, and we kind of threw it all at him in December and, and they still said no. And it was at that point that Cushman said, Hey, you know, this isn't fair. You deserve to wrestle. And we're going to help you get, you know, to somewhere that would like wrestle. So that's what happened. That's how you ended up at Little Rock. Yep. Um, before I ask you about that, I wanted to ask you what, what's your, what was your impression of coach Smith? How was he, how was he to be, uh, what was it like to be around that guy and have be coached by him for a little while? He he was awesome. He was he was really cool, dude. He's really funny. Uh, does he he speaks his mind? He doesn't he doesn't care what anybody thinks, and I like that about him. Um, very knowledgeable, of course. Um, everybody knows that, but super 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 good guy, and, and would do anything for you. And, and uh, he always had my back, uh, no matter what, and really tried to help me through this process. Um, and I really appreciated that. You know, he had. He had a ton of other things going on, you know. I'm sure the last thing he wanted to deal with was 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 a freshman who was having trouble getting cleared from a surgery three years ago. It was just kind of a mess, and, and he he really really helped me, and um, I can't thank him enough for that. So uh, it was I, I enjoyed my time with him, and you know, of course, I wish it would last longer, but you know, yeah, sometimes you got to move on and do different things. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that he was probably a big reason that you ended up at Little Rock because Neil Arisman, your coach, was at Oklahoma State. Uh, wrestler as well did really well there um, and he's your coach now at Little Rock I had him on my podcast about a year ago really got really okay. good dude yeah he, he came to one of my shows in Wichita and uh, or excuse me Little Rock and I didn't know he was there and so that that's my favorite is when I don't know someone's there you know yeah. um, and then I found out he, who he was and all that stuff and uh, pretty cool dude um, so that's how you ended up at Little Rock and and how do you how do you like Little Rock have you been able to visit some I, I've never even been to Arkansas. Oh, really? So, no. You know, I uh, Arison started recruiting me out of high school okay. um, before I went to Oklahoma State, and I, I really liked him, and I really liked, you know, what he had to say in his vision. Um, I really liked his character and, and, you know, how he was as a person. And, you know, for a while I thought, you know, probably that's where I'm going to end up. And, of course, Oklahoma State happened, and, they, you know, I got a really good offer. And, you know, when my dream's going, I just, I just couldn't pass it up. Um, but, you know, as soon as I entered the portal – um, this year, you know, he called me that morning right away, and you know he started recruiting me hard, and you know it just he 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 did everything he could for me, and he got and he was he did it really fast, really quickly. I didn't have to wait um, a long time. Um, anything anything I needed done or any questions I had, he answered immediately. Or if he didn't know, we found out immediately. He really did everything he could um, to try to get me there, and I thought that was really cool. And, and you know he he, um, he seemed very invested to the team. And, of course, invested in me, and that was really important to me. Was having someone that is going to be invested in me, and I'm just, I, you know, I don't want to be just another guy on the team. I want to be a guy that's, um, you know, who's who's, uh, who's who's they pay attention to, yeah, um, and you know, they, they put a lot of focus on it, emphasis on it, and, and get better and, and developing. 
And I really felt all of that from, from Coach Harrisman. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's why I made my decision. So Cool. And you haven't been able to go, you've never gotten to go because of the, uh, the lockdown? Or why, why have you never been yeah. able to go? Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, in, out of high school, I was supposed to go on a visit there. I had one scheduled um, the following weekend after my Oklahoma State visit. But, you know, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want him to feel like I was stringing him along or just, just going just to go yeah. or for him to waste my waste his time on me. So that's when I told him, Hey, I'm gonna cancel visit. I'm I'm going to Oklahoma State. And and then this year, you know, the, the COVID happened and we weren't allowed to go anywhere and I knew I knew that, you know, when I heard report, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to go anywhere and you know, I'm just gonna have to figure this out through the coaches and, and what they have to say and you know, do some research on the program. Um, but the good thing is is I have I have a lot of friends at Little Rock. Okay. Um, that I know personally that I grew up with. I grew up wrestling, grew up being friends with. So, um, so they've always, they've all, all kind of told me how it is and, and what they like about it. And, and they all have really good things to say about the program and, and Coach Erickson and everything that was down there. So um, I, I, I have no worries that, that it's going to be a great place for me. Cool, man. Yeah, I, I was born in Arkansas, and I lived there till I was about five. And I uh, still have a little bit of family there. And I'll tell you right now, I don't know what you've heard about Arkansas. It it sometimes gets a bad rap, but it's a beautiful state, and the people there are very nice, and and there's a lot of smart people. You know, you hear all these negative things about Arkansas or southern states in general, and I'm like, there are just as many smart people there and just as many dumb people there as any place in the country, you know? <laughs> so... Um, I don't know if you've heard anything bad, but don't don't pay attention to those people because they don't know what they're talking about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've heard it's really 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 pretty state, and you know, of course, I, lo- I love the outdoors, hunting, fishing. Okay, so that, I mean that's kind of important to me. I thought that was really cool that you know that option was there too. So yeah, I was going to ask you what you like to do outside of wrestling, hunting and fishing. Do you do a lot a lot of that? Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's pretty much all I do: wrestling, hunting, fishing. Okay, well then you'll love Little Rock, man. It'll be a great place for you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited. Cool. Um, who would you say the toughest guy you've ever wrestled is in your career? Not, it doesn't um, even have to be the best; just the toughest. Just, what was that? It doesn't even have to be the best guy necessarily; just the toughest. Toughest guy. Uh, probably either. Uh... Probably Jalen Harper. Yeah. Um, and mostly because um, I think our styles matched up. Uh, they kind of clashed. Yeah. Um, and he's also, he's a really hard worker. He's a really good kid. And, you know, he had the same same goals and drive that I had. And, and kind of when you get those two together, you kind of, you know, they, they butt heads and, you know, it can be a really tough match. And, every, you know, he, he never gave up. He never he never backed down. He always came something new. And of course, I obviously really respected that about him, and that's why I wanted, wanted the opportunity to beat him. Um, so I would say him. It was always a war. No matter, yeah. You know, we, I wrestled him four times, uh, once in freestyle, and three times in folk style. And beat him one time. Um, of course, it was the most important time, but you know, I only beat him one time, and you know that says a lot about him and you know and, and our matchups. So I, I, I would have to give it to him. So when you say you uh, executed the perfect game plan, were you able to get out? Were you able to get out of regionals? And what happened at state? Um, I didn't get out of regionals, and the game plan was to avoid bottom at all costs. Okay. Um, and if I was going to beat them, I had to beat them with takedowns. Um, and if and so that's what I did. I if I took them down, I was going to let them up. And if I had choice, I was going to either defer or choose top or choose neutral. 
I was not going bottom because I just it would eat up time and have you know and, and wear me out. Um, first period, I, I took him down um, and let him up. Then going to the second period, two zero, uh, ended up being my choice or his choice. He deferred and I chose on my feet, which I think was kind of surprising him because I gone back and watched the video and he kind of looked over at his, at his coaches like that's not what we were expecting. We were expecting kind of get another ride out and waste time and tire him out. But I chose on my feet um, and got another takedown. Uh, and he got away going to the third period of 4-3 or whatever it was. And um, third period, I go on top. I let him out immediately. Um, so I, I just I just avoided all interaction on top of him bottom. Nice. Which, you know, it's not it's not my favorite game plan. I, I, I want to be able to compete in all those positions. Um, but, you know, at the time, I just I wasn't messing around with it. I knew I knew I was better or I felt like I was better on my feet. If I was going to beat him, that's how I was going to beat him. And, and that's how... That's how it worked out. Beat him six to four. Nice, that's awesome, dude. Uh, was that his senior year? Yes. And was he uh, had he already won state a couple times? Uh, he wanted his junior year. Yes, the year before. Okay, cool. Uh, what What are your ultimate uh, career goals in in college or beyond? Um, I want to. Well, now Little Rock will be the first All American, um, first qualifier. You know, and, and have the opportunity to be a national champion. Um, I've always, I've always, you know, set high goals, and you know, whether people doubt me or not, you know, it, it, it's my goal, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop nothing until, you know, until it happens. Um, you know, I like, I like the reason I love wrestling so much is because everything's on you. You know, I, I had issues with football growing up because I would try so hard and I'll have an awesome game and we'd still lose. You know, and that was just really frustrating, and that's I think that's why kind of wrestling became you know my favorite. I got out what I put in, and then I think I've got a good recipe there at Little Rock. You know, the drive and passion, um, excitement of Coach Harrisman and the new program, and you know, um, Pat Smith is you know right down the street. Um, oh, he is. I didn't I realize that. Good, good, good opportunity down there. We just got Chandler Rogers as a coach, on which you can you can help me a lot and. Um, I always believe myself, no matter what. I never doubt myself. I believe I can beat anybody at any time, um, and it's always good to have coaches that do the same for you and believe in you, no matter what. Um, I really like that about my high school coach, Coach Ross. Uh, one of those guys, just no matter what the situation was, always believed in me. Always believed I can win, and he told me that. And made sure I knew it. Um, winner, 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 lose. He was, you know, he was in my corner, bringing me up, and and that was really cool to have. And I think I'm going to have the same thing at Little Rock. Uh, so yeah, my be uh, all American, um, first qualified first all American, and, and you know eventually be a national champ. So awesome! Well, I think you'll do it, buddy. I, I, I'm gonna. I can't wait to watch your career and uh, see how it unfolds. And uh, what are your plans after after you're done wrestling? Do you have any yet? You don't have to. You're pretty young, so don't don't rush any of that. No. Uh, well, I I want to do. I've always wanted to kind of be my own boss um, and, and start my own business. So I'm in my major is business entrepreneurship. Um, but you know, a couple years ago, I realized I want to do something I love. Um, and honestly, I, I, I love hunting, fishing and wrestling and, but I can't wrestle forever. So if I'm going to do something, you know, for work, I want to do it in one of those fields, wrestling or, uh, hunting or fishing. So, um, start, start a business somewhere in that area. Um, you know, and, and, and hopefully start my own business, uh, with a, uh, hunting gear company or, or, or somewhere, some something in that field. I, I'm not really sure yet. It's uh, the more I do research, the more I realize it's, it's a pretty saturated market. So 
Um, that's that's still the plan as of now, but um, I do know for sure it, it will be something along those lines. So whatever, whatever has to be, I'll make it work. Yeah, well, if you do something that you love, it's it's not like yeah. it's not like work, you know. Um, yeah, it's an old saying that if you find something you love, you'll never work a day again in your life, and it's it's true though, you know. Like I, I've been a comedian now for twenty years, and I don't ever feel like I'm going to work. It's like, whoa, how yeah. far do I have to go to pick up my money? And you know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's something I love so. Uh, I have all the faith in the world that whatever you choose to do, you're going to be successful in it. Um, Coach Malloy told me that you were a very uh, humble, hardworking uh, kid, and and just talking to you is, um, you know, part of the reason I want my son to wrestle uh, isn't necessarily. I mean, if he has success, that's awesome. But I I, I like the kind of uh, people it makes, and yes. uh, if if I have a if if my kid is 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 polite and good as nice as you and, and you know that's why i want to have that's why i want my boy to, to wrestle so he ends up being a person like uh like you seem to be and and uh i can't wait to watch your career dude i'm really looking forward to it and i really appreciate you taking the time to do this today and uh Absolutely. i'll let you go i'm sure you got things to do but um yeah i think i covered everything i wanted to wanted to find out and and uh i can't wait to watch you wrestle 184 at little rock you, awesome. Well, you, you, thanks you, for having me on. It was uh, it was a pleasure. I had a good time, and uh, good luck with uh, with everything going on. So, thank, thanks, buddy. You too. And tell Coach Harrisman yeah. I said hello. I will for sure. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. You have a good one. You bye. too. Bye bye. All right, everybody. That was Tristan Wills, and uh, I didn't say that very eloquently at the end, but I uh, that that is the reason that I want my son to wrestle. I, I want to. Uh, I. I I love kids like that, you know, it, it was, you know, I know he's 19 or 20 years old, but he's, uh, just very humble, uh, dude and, and, you know, obviously a really good wrestler and, and that's why I, part of the reason I love this sport is the kind of people it makes and, uh, anyway, I really enjoyed talking to him, he's a really cool kid, I can't wait to watch his career. As always, go to makingithappen.com, M-A-C-A-N-ithappen.com, help out little Bo Macon and his family. And go to youtube.com slash Tim Gaither and uh, follow me there. Subscribe to my YouTube. I would really appreciate it. These podcasts will be up there wrestling and uh, I'm going to be talking to some more comedians soon. Um, I've mainly just been talking to wrestlers lately because I've really enjoyed it. And I think that's about it. All my social media links are found on timgaithercomedy.com. I need to update, update my schedule. I've got a few more dates that have opened back up for me, so I'm looking forward to that. And as always, thanks for listening, and uh, God bless all of you. Take care. Bye.